0: Hey, ladies, welcome back to Real Men, Real Insights. I am so excited. I'm your host, of course, Anthea Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetize Your Man Method. And today we are going to talk about how to really be magnetic to men with the love shepherd himself, Larry Michael. Hey, Larry.
1: Hi, hello, Anthea. So good to be here with you. I just love the connection time. Oh, it's- fabulous
0: i know what the women don't know we've been like jamming for the last 30 minutes and we're like we should have just recorded that one right <laughs> like
1: no we sorry all the good stuff has already been said sorry, darn sorry, sorry, gone. <laughs> so we'll see what
0: the leftovers are you know <laughs> so ladies for those of you who don't know this magnificent man he's the founder of the institute of genetic energetics a master erp and host of the love matters podcast hence his like little uh letters there on the microphone, he's a breakthrough relationship coach, author, trainer, speaker, and producer. And as the founder and voice of the4answers.com, he has brought to the world the only scientifically proven online compatibility system that unlocks the mysteries and reveals the true motivations behind our actions, from devastating emotional upsets to our most joyous and blissful experiences. Larry dedicates his life to creating possibility for all of us to live in courageous intimacy and deep connectivity and in our full loving expression. All right, Larry, I'm so excited to have you back. So excited. So let's talk about, so what do you find are some of the most important things that make a woman specifically magnetic to a man?
1: Boy, we're gonna just jump right into it, aren't we? We're jumping
0: know. right in. I'm just like it's April Fool's today. You know what I mean? We're gonna do things
1: different. <laughs> yeah. So does that mean everything, everything I say is just a joke? I was just, yeah, it's just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, money. That's it. It's money. No, April Fools. <laughs> Gosh. Um I don't want this to sound like an oversimplification. Mm-hmm. But for a person to be magnetic, male or female, what makes them so is when they really are in their own flow, like Mm -hmm. they love themselves, they get up in front of the mirror, bare ass naked in the morning, look at themselves and say, I love you, even with the flaws, even with the things that they want to improve upon. Mm -hmm. They know. That who they are is, at their core, the most loving human being they could possibly be, right? So right there, we don't have to go searching for love because they are love. We talked about this a little bit beforehand. So so they are love. And that piece, it it shines so brightly, it's impossible not to see. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we have all. Antia, you've had the experience, I'm sure, when you're like, oh, you're frustrated, you're upset, things aren't going the way you want. Your, you know, your smile is upside down. You know, <laughs> your shoulders, your body is just, you know, none of it supporting the the really amazing person that you are, right? And do you attract anybody? Not really, you might attract other people that are just as down and just as depressed and just as unhappy. You know, that statement, a misery loves company.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But are you really attracting magnificence? Are you attracting opportunity? Doesn't happen until all of a sudden you take a positive aspect on your life. You go, I'm worthy, I'm excited, I don't really know what the hell is going to happen next. But I I am confident something always great happens to me. Mm-hmm. And it, almost seconds after you say that, your phone will ring, you know, a real phone. Look, at it, it's a real phone, right? Your, <laughs> <laughs> a real phone. your phone will ring and someone will say, come on over to this party. Or we're all going to Mexico for a two-day jaunt in wine country, right? And it's like... Moments before that, you might've been in in like this crazy mind space that wasn't very positive. As soon as it shifted, it's like the world started calling you. The phone starts ringing, right? And so that magnetism has to do with how we embrace ourselves, right? It's not the clothing you wear. It's not, you know, how low cut and how much cleavage you're showing. It's none of that, right? It's not the sunglasses. It's not the designer bags. It's none of those things, but your face, you know, there's a, if there's a smile inside your body, it's going to penetrate and show outwardly. You don't need makeup. You don't need anything, right? You can have all the flaws, but if you're happy, that beauty will permeate outward and men will see it and it's massively magnetic. It's incredibly attractive. Right? Cuz what do we know? If we see someone that really loves themselves or is in the flow of doing the things that they want to do, then we know this person is on solid ground. Right? They and and by the way, I don't think we all have to be on solid ground. I think women need to be need to be in their full flight and need to be creative and loose and and easygoing. But when they light upon the ground, they don't trip and they don't fall and bruise themselves. They light upon the ground and can just as easily bounce and move some more. And a man sees that and goes, that is magnificent. I want to meet that person. Mm. We can't hold back from it because it's not something that the masculine does very often right mm-hmm. we're out there providing and and creating and, and and really almost like almost some sometimes like a spreadsheet you know determining how far along we're getting with things and then when we see someone that is more creative it's inspiring to us it brings out our creative energy mm-hmm. and it, brings out our curiosity and our desire to have some of that because it it looks so yummy and it is right Mm -hmm. so that's the magnetic piece now how do you get there it's not what you portray outward it's what you determine inward
0: Mm -hmm. is
1: what makes you happy but you know, look at it. if you love to work out, if you like to do yoga or acro yoga, or you like to hike with nature, and you're not doing any of that, and then one day you decide, oh, I really need to go for a hike, and you go into the woods, and you're walking on the path, and you go, oh my God, I forgot how good I feel when I'm in nature, and you you can feel it, your body, it's visceral, your body's going. Ah, it's like just walking on the dirt and being surrounded by the trees and the plants and the wildflowers or whatever it might be, or the stream alongside you. You go, I, I need, ah, my body is just loving this, right? Mm-hmm. You're not doing that for anybody else. You're doing it for you. And your steps, if someone was watching you, might have gone from drudgery to almost looking like you were skipping or elevated off the ground and flowing. Because you're in the space that you truly love. Now, not everyone likes to hike, but it could be something else. It could be reading a book. It can be some form of entertainment. But whatever you know just absolutely inspires you internally, that's the piece that when you're in alignment with that, has your magnetism grow to a degree that your biggest challenge is going to be recognizing when people are attracted to you.
0: Mm, I love that. And Larry, I'd love to go a little bit deeper into what you just talked about, that making sure that when you land, that you don't bruise yourself, (laughs) you don't break your legs. And, you know, because I see two types of women, right? I see either the women who have like really access to like higher realms, they're highly inspired and intuitive and all of that. But then when it comes actually to grounding that back into their body, into their reality, Right. Not so much. Right. They're easily distracted. They forget things like it's just like I said, they break and break their bones. And then there's the other woman who's like so men, so masculine, so mental, so just like structured all the time that she can't even allow herself to dream or to lift. Right. So can we talk about those two types of women and what wow. they can do to come more? Into yeah. So the
1: masculine one needs to find their feminine and, and yeah. the feminine one needs to find some grounding. A little bit of grounding, right? Yeah, uh, and and here's where the some of the challenges come up. I mean, there's this is a really it's a question that we could probably spend a week on on because there are so many different kinds of people. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that will have um, a woman attract misfortune, if you will, is a victim mindset,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And so if they're navigating through their life with a lot of resentments, a lot of shame and blame and guilt, um, a lot of uh, in caring beliefs that this thing that happened to me last week or three years ago or 30 years ago, this trauma I've had in the past is still going to impact how things show up for me today, then they're in a victim mindset, right? Now, this isn't to discount not even for a second, the the, um, the elements of whatever traumatic or challenging experience they've had, right? Mm-hmm. Those were real at the time. But today, right now, none of that exists. It doesn't exist. You take a breath. Are you a victim? Not unless you decide you are, right? Mm-hmm. You take a breath. Am I restricted? My choices, my freedoms taken away from me? Not unless you decide they are. Mm -hmm. And now it's not so easy sometimes to make those decisions because there's a lot of conditioned responses there. But if you're in that place where you can't even breathe fully and feel your heart fill and feel the fact that you are love, your life force is love. It's not something you define. It's undefinable. But you know it's you because you chose to live another day. You chose to stay with it. You chose that your life is that important. So that's the breath. You take that breath and you take all these other obstacles and let them go. That gives you an opportunity to then tune into what you love. That's where magnetism begins. But while those other things are there, those complications make you very, they're complicated for you. They make you complicated for a man to be attracted to Mm -hmm. like, you know, she's smart. She's attractive, man. She's accomplished a lot of things and she's carrying with carrying with her just a shit ton of challenges. Mm -hmm. So I I'm, I would love to spend time with her, but I I don't want to, you know, engage with all those challenges. It's not attractive.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And
1: now there are men, by the way, there are some men out there that they themselves don't feel that great. And so they see someone else who has challenges and they want to dive in and help that other person. They go into savior mode. Mm-hmm. right? And you don't get the real man. You don't even know who he is. He's just in savior mode. Right? So he's doing that to help make himself feel better.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now he may genuinely be helping the woman or whoever he's helping, but it's really to to help his own self-esteem. That's
0: right. right. That's right.
1: Mm-hmm. And and women will do this for men. They go and they see men that are all confused. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to take care of them. I'm going to do all these things for them because they can't handle it by themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And those become very dependent relationships that are unhealthy.
0: hmm Absolutely.
1: So, um, and it's common. Yeah. But we're now talking about, you know, how to how to be magnetic, how to draw in someone that's a good match for you. And that's the other piece. You don't want to create something that isn't in flow with how you like to be. For example, we'll come back to hiking in the woods. If you're not into hiking, but you want to attract someone that's like a mountain man. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you go out there and you hike thinking that's going to attract them. Well, it's a false pretense, right? It's not really going to show up as your flow. It won't show up in your step. You might think it will, but there's a difference. If you have two people walking right side by side, one's truly into walking out in nature, and the other one doesn't, you know, would just as fine be, you know, on blacktop in New York City, it doesn't matter, right? You'll see two different steps. One will look like they're gliding on the path. The other one will look like they're working at it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: If you have to work at it, that's not your flow. And, and that's what where you want to be is in those places that really do make you feel good. And then the men that you want are going to be the ones that see that and recognize that. Mm-hmm. And when we're seen and heard and felt by another person, that's a loving expression. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Here's a really interesting one. This is going to kind of, you got to think about this. It's going to blow your mind a little bit. Okay. When someone says to you, I love you, when you say to someone, I love you, when does that happen? It happens because the person you say that to has reflected you back to you. They see you, they hear you. And that reflection reminds you of the love that you have inside yourself. Mm. At that moment, you turn around and go, oh, my God, I love you. What you're really saying is I love you. You're saying I love myself. Mm. Thank you. you. Reminded me how much I love myself. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's not I love you. It it's really should be thank you. I love me.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. Is really what's being said.
0: Totally. Wow.
1: And, and so, you know, the, the partner you want is someone that sees you to such a degree that they, that you really want to say, thank you. I love me. Mm -hmm. And if you say I love you, that's okay. Right. Everybody's used to that, but that's, that's really what's happening in that moment. And, and that is the kind of person that's going to be a great match for you.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Now, there may be lots of differences here and there. So someone could see you fully and just appreciate you fully. And, you know, you know, my works in genetic energetics, and you may have some very real differences in terms of your genetic frequencies and how those correspond. But it doesn't matter. Because if you can see that person and you're really attuned and drawn to them, then there's a reason that you're in each other's life. Right. At that point, you want to take things like my work, Genetic Energetics, and use it to help you be best at what you do. Not to, you know, it's like, so So, I'm sure a lot of people listening to this probably aren't familiar with Genetic Energetics. In the world of sciences, you know, this is only 40 years old. It's hugely profound, but most people are familiar with astrology. So I'll use that as an example, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a Gemini, And the other person is an Aries and the astrological charts say, no, those two don't work very good or Chinese horoscope. You're a rat. They're a dog, (laughs) whatever. Right. And it says, you know, those two aren't supposed to be together. And if you listen to that stuff, you're in big trouble, Mm -hmm. right? If you don't listen to it and you just allow the natural, your natural way of being to, magnetize you to the person that really is meant to be there for you and then you use those tools to better understand and appreciate them Mm
0: -hmm. now you're
1: using them properly
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah totally like i i appreciated you say that because and i wanted to hear a little bit more like what's different about your system because obviously i know you know and maybe we can Talk about like an example. You know, we talk about the protector, the engager, and all of that. How that all interacts. So maybe we can bring like one example, so the women can kind of feel more into that uh, genius of your work.
1: I'd have to use you and Brody to do yeah, that. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. We just ran your profile.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're like. Not all the secret salad, ladies. You know what I mean. No hiding. <laughs> so it's all good.
1: <laughs> you guys are such an incredible match with each other, energetically as well as even you know what you desire and believe in and and you know want to create with your lives. That's mm-hmm. there's that's an important part. There are three critical areas. That we need to think about in relationships. One is physical. We always, every one of us makes a decision about the person we want to be with based on physical attributes. Mm-hmm. Right? If if I'm a man who is five, four, dating a woman who's 5'11 and likes to wear four-inch heels, unless I really like a tall woman, that might not work, right? Mm-hmm. So it usually doesn't. now there's always those odd
0: right <laughs> that you can find on yeah.
1: google you know <laughs> so you know it's like i'm the kind of person that i love to spoon and cuddle in bed right so i there's a certain size person that feels really like oh it's delicious right right
0: totally it's so
1: good and 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 it's dangerous cuz i won't want to get out of bed but yeah,
0: i know that's <laughs> the
1: right so I, there's a, the physical attributes are important and even proximity. Like, you know, if you are want to be in a relationship with someone, you want to be married and have kids and they live 6,000 miles away and it's a long distance relationship that, you know, that doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. So there's physical. Then the next one is who the person is. And this is like, Pretty much everything about them, what they believe, what they desire, what they want, what's their their religious orientation, what's their, their political orientation, if that's important to you. But it's, what are their desires? Do they want to have a family? Do they not want to have a family? Do they want to travel? Are they homebodies? Do they like to be in nature? All of these things are important ingredients in picking a partner, especially mm-hmm. if you know what you really love to do. Now invite everybody to be open to expansion and change that there's, there's just as a side, something that's not magnetic at all. It's like the polar opposite of magnetic is someone that has themselves dialed in so tightly. It's like, I know what I want. I know exactly what it looks like. I know exactly how it should be. I know how I want to live. I'm happy with my life and it's never changing. Well, I can tell you right away, there's not a man on the planet that's the slightest bit interested in that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: What we want is someone that we can explore with. We want someone that we can assist and support. We want someone that we can provide support and happiness to, right? This is a, most men will come from that place. That's it's one of the strongest ingrained masculine attributes. That's not true for all men. But if it's one or the other, the partner, if there's polarities there, are going to dance with those things, right? Mm-hmm, totally. And so, if the person is so dialed in, everything about them is cut in stone. Why have a partner at all, right? What's <laughs> the point? So that's like if if you got yourself dialed in that tight, I can guarantee you your magnetism meter is shut down.
0: Mm-hmm. Totally.
1: No one will even see you. They'll notice you, but do they want to be in a relationship with you? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Not even the slightest. There's nothing inspiring about that, right? And then okay. what's the
0: third? That's one. The so, third
1: all right. One. So so the the physical is one part. The next is who the person is, right? We want to find someone that really is is a good fit for our own values and desires. Totally. And then the third is our energetics. Hmm. So what happens though, and what happens in most situations, relationship situations, we only use those two legs. Now, if it's a, if we're using the metaphor of a three-legged stool, okay, and you need three legs under a three-legged stool, otherwise the thing will fall over, right? Right. You're just, you're just balancing. So in relationships, there are three legs, and if you've only got two of them, it's a balancing act. And that's why we set off on a path and everything seems like it's going great. It's kind of like riding a bike. I'm riding, everything's great. And then all of a sudden you have to stop. And no one told you you're supposed to put your foot down or you're going to fall over on your side. Yeah. But that's what happens in relationships. Everything's going fine. And then there's something that throws us off balance. We fall, it hurts. We get up, we brush ourselves off and we go, okay, I just didn't mean to have that happen. I don't know why that happened. And we get going down the road again. Mm -hmm. Next little calamity. Then we get up and go, Man, maybe we should see someone teaches us how to ride a bike, right? right? Teaches us how to be in a relationship. Maybe we should see a coach or a therapist or talk to someone about it or a sex counselor, whatever it might be. But we, we have things come up and we don't know what they are. So we just think that we need to go get serviced for them, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the third leg is energetics. All of us have an energetic frequency we vibrate at. And those frequencies determine how we communicate, how we process information, our relationship to money, how we sexually interact. They determine chemistry. Absolutely, scientifically proven, will predict chemistry, tell us how if we're intuitive, if we're psychic, if we're great leaders, if we're perfectionists, will give us information about us that help us embrace our unique characteristics without finding differences that make someone else wrong. Mm
0: -hmm. Totally.
1: And so genetic energetics, this energetic leg is critical because now with those three legs, you've got a strong foundation. Now, will you still have issues? Yeah, of course it's life. (laughs) You know, who could have predicted COVID would happen, Mm -hmm. but it happened. So those of us in relationships that were on solid ground, navigated that differently than those that weren't, <clears throat> right? So the genetic energetics work I do helps people see what they are. The other piece, the other leg was who they are. This tells us what they are. So it's like your blood type.
0: Totally. Right? Mm-hmm.
1: It's, it's And it's I say it's like your blood type because your energetic frequencies that we're looking at never change. They're with you through your life, just like your blood type. So I'll give you an analogy that, that should be really potent here. If you're going to get surgery, right. And you need to have a blood transfusion during your surgery. Is it important to know what blood type you are? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Because if you're the wrong blood type, you could die from the wrong transfusion. Mm -hmm. right? You know, if, if, if you've got a rare blood type and you need to be matched well, that's critical. So we always know that, but we're doing relationship surgery every day and we don't know the blood type. It's the most risky thing we do. And and honestly, it, it's, it's not just unsafe for us emotionally. It's almost irresponsible.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So the point is we need to know this. Now, this isn't to exclude people or to judge people. It's actually to do the opposite. It's to allow us to honor, acknowledge, and accept people and love them for who they are, to remove the judgments, to remove the blame, to remove the shame, to remove the guilt, because all of those have stories that are related to some circumstance that happened, and there's a high likelihood that that circumstance might have been driven by an energetic difference.
0: Yeah, oh, I so agree with that. I literally just talked to my women on my group call and we talked about the importance of energy and, you know, like it's just, I love that you put it into a system. As a matter of fact, I need to tell them that they have to take your your assessment. So speaking of which, I know we could talk forever, Larry, but how can those women start taking taking the test so they know what they are?
1: Well, we're, we're, can we give them a link?
0: Yes, yes. So the link will be below this video too, but you can also...
1: So that's going to be, they're getting a link for a thing called a personal energetic profile. Uh And and you're going to only be asked a couple questions. This is really difficult. I'm going to tell you, but it's important. And I don't want you to have a misconception about it because all we're going to ask you for is your birth date and your opposite gender biological parents' birth date. So for the women, it's going to be your biological father. Now, if you're adopted, it's not that birth date. It's not your dad, your adopted dad's birth date. It has to be the biological parent because these are genetic codings. If you don't know that person, if you don't have that birth date because you were adopted or, or your parent is, you know, some, uh, some cultures in the Far East, their birth dates, they don't keep track of them. Right, So they just don't know, (laughs) or it goes back enough years that your parents have never told you and they never even paid any attention with it. If you don't know your parents' birthday, don't worry about it. Just leave that piece out. You will know everything about yourself except for the chemistry piece. Right. And the chemistry piece is one that just to speak to it a little bit here is that we have to understand what chemistry is. It's brain chemicals. Right. And when we're feeling chemistry, we have six plus neurotransmitters and hormones that are getting elevated. And when that happens, we put on rose-colored glasses and everything is like awesome, right? It looks great. And we have this massive desire to want to be with the person. And sometimes those of you that have had this experience where there's a lot of chemistry turns out where that relationship is really bumpy. Sometimes it, it leads us down the wrong path. Mm. And so for those people out there that are saying, give me chemistry or forget about it, I invite you to drop that phase. Drop that statement. Chemistry feels great, no question about it. And take your time. Give yourself a chance to really get to know someone, meet someone, go out for a walk, hold hands, walk on the beach. If that person is really cool and you really enjoy them, they Remember, they've shown up in your life for a reason. Mm-hmm. No one shows up by accident. Mm-hmm. right? They're all, we're all here for a reason. You're listening to me and Antia today for a reason. This is not a surprise, right? The information might be a surprise, but the reason you're here, it was supposed to be. So when you meet someone that's really special, someone who's magnetized to you, Someone who notices you in the grocery store line, right and and they 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 have enough courage to actually say something to a total stranger right? Pay attention. Now, they may turn out to be one of your best friends. It may turn out to be the love of your life, right? Or they may turn out that they're asking you a question meant that they needed some information from you that you could share that changed their life. Mm. But there's a contribution to your or the other person or both of your emergence and evolution that happens in that moment. Mm. So my invitation is go for it, check it out, see what it is. It's the most exciting thing you can do is experience a new connection. Right. And Develop it into whatever it could possibly be. Awesome!
0: Thank you so So much, Larry. Get the
1: report. Take the
0: report, ladies. Yeah.
1: Get the report. Email me if you have questions. Please. We take all kinds of questions. We don't care how many. We're we're reaching. We're over a couple million people now, which I used to think was a big figure, Antia, and now I'm realizing that you know Clubhouse can get. 2 million people in a week. So it right. doesn't seem <laughs> so big anymore. Right. <laughs> but, you know, all over the world, 189 countries now, people are are getting these reports.
0: I have like yeah. a new report, yeah. Wow, that's that's amazing. So ladies, don't be shy. Uh, ask questions if you have them. Like Larry did the reading for Brody and Me and it's like so on point and so appropriate. So yeah, thank you so much, Larry, for being here today and for enlightening us. Um, in a way that, you know, we normally don't think about. So thank you so much.
1: You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Oh, all right. Thank you. And Liz. I will talk to you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.